Hello, my sweets, and welcome back to Shifts and Giggles with Mar. I am your host, Mar, and today I have with me Natalie, who is joining me all the way from Brussels, Belgium. I don't know where you are, but that is a long way from Toronto. Natalie spent the last year of the lockdown in Cambodia and has some fascinating stories about the shifts that she experienced while she was traveling. I think a lot of her experiences will resonate with several women in terms of finding your self-worth and all of those fun things that you discover in relationships. So this is not one episode you want to miss. I enjoyed speaking with Natalie so much and you will enjoy listening to this episode. So let's get into it. Just as a quick disclaimer and trigger warning, although we don't discuss it in detail, there is mention of sexual abuse in this episode. Thank you so much for coming on, Natalie. It's my pleasure. (laughs) So you have a very interesting story that I just, I needed to have you on and I needed to talk to you about it. I want you to explain to the listeners what exactly inspired your healing journey. I know you mentioned you did therapy growing up. What did that look like? So I'm actually, um, I was abused when I was uh, a child from a family member. And I think the therapy that, well, what it looked like back then, so we're talking like 25 or maybe 30 years ago, is actually talking about the events itself. I think there was some stuff that would trigger me to think about what happened. Um, And because, yeah, I was a child, like you don't know how to express So I think the therapy that I got back then was more about uh, the events that took Mm -hmm. place and also to prepare me in a certain way to go and testify in court and and stuff like that. So this was the the therapy back then. That's really hard. Like it's so different than the therapy and the different methods we use today. It almost sounds, a lot of people talk about that sort of experience as almost re-traumatizing. Yeah, I think looking back, but of course that was the only thing that existed back then. I think even when I talk about it with my mom or with my sister, like I think back then that was what it was, you know, there there were... Mm Like, I think it, 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 it is important to talk about what happened. And my mom believed me, which was a great thing. And then we actually went to court and all of this. So then you have to be prepared because they ask like a lot of questions, the investigators, which is at the certain point also traumatizing, you know, because you mm-hmm. like back then it didn't exist. I think like somebody who you can talk to about how you feel and it has to be about what happened and and okay, what day was it? And and you have to come up with all those details that you have to remember. Like, it's really stressful, you know, because these are the things that you wanted to forget in the first place. So at a certain point, I, I stopped going to the person I, I was talking with because I had a feeling that he was like, maybe it was not true, but it wasn't my feeling that he was like dragging me back down, like, mm. like, not like being like uplifting but like I don't know like when I was feeling better like going back yeah but you know this happened and and like it it was kind of staying in this victim kind of situation I don't know it was it was not what I needed back then that's for sure and then also you think that you don't need any therapy anymore because you've Mm. done you think you've done the work but okay then we will find out that it we didn't do the work you know Mm-hmm. It's it's interesting that you say that I've experienced that with therapists as well, where you most get to a point where you outgrow them. Mm-hmm. Like the thing that you went to them for is no longer where you need to grow. Yeah. And so it can feel like 
yeah, they're like dragging you back to that place. I don't yeah. think it's intentional, but it's also you kind of find that with people in your life as well. When you sure. start to grow, they they almost don't recognize you. Yeah. And it it stunts your growth in a way, but it's also kind of a nice sign that like, wow, I've grown out of that and there's another step that I need to take. So good for you for recognizing that. Yeah. But on the other hand, there must have been another step that was not there. Like that was kind of it. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I did feel like, okay, I cannot like, I don't know, it doesn't help me anymore. And then you think that you don't need any help anymore. Right. I mean, yeah, it, it doesn't seem that long ago. I'm not that old, but yeah, therapy and, and, and society has, has changed in that way. I think before, or that is the impression that I have that, they would think that women who have been abused or have gone like assaulted, that actually once they start dating or once they are able to be intimate with another person, the job is done, you know, like that, that's, mm. that's probably what they have most difficulties with. And, and so, and that's also what you think, like, okay, I can actually have a relationship with someone and I don't think about my past. And, and so you think that, okay, I, I'm not, traumatized or i'm not like okay it, it's 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 healed but it, it it's not actually that simple totally the trauma that we experience in relationships needs to be healed in relationships so yes it's like super important that we can get there and that's obviously a very big step for someone who's experienced mm -hmm. traumatic abuse in that way but there's like as you said there's still so much healing to be done that it's it's surprising like you don't know until you're in that situation so let's talk about that situation you mentioned discovering that there was more trauma and more things that you needed to heal what did that look like and what inspired you to take the next step i think um for sure the relationships i was in like looking back i cannot even imagine why i would that this person or, or that I would accept how, how they would treat me. So because at first you're like, okay, everybody has like, everybody can sometimes have like bad relationships or it happens that you just fall in love with the wrong person. At a certain point, you discover like a pattern, you know? And, and mm -hmm. I think for me, I think the point was probably when I was dating somebody who would be lying, but the entire time about everything. And, and mm -hmm. this person also had like alcohol issue. He would steal money from me. I mean, it got wow. so bad to sort. I mean, I'm laughing about it now, but like, I cannot imagine who, who I was back then. <laughs> like, right. it was so bad that when he was in my house, that I, when I would go to the bathroom in my own house, I would take my purse with me because I knew he would go into my purse and steal oh. money. And I still allow this person to be in my life. Like what, what's happening there, you know? Wow. And, and so I think with this person, it got to a point where eventually, because then all of a sudden he moved in with me. When this whole thing was over, when I was able to kick him out and this and that, then I started thinking like, how did I end up allowing someone to, to treat me that way like and then I started actually going to see uh, another uh, a therapist later on here mm -hmm. to talk about like okay like relationship wise like there is something like I don't know so I told her also like okay I have been abused and stuff but we never really talked about the events I think that was also uh, that happened to me as a child but more about okay what does it mean for you today 
Mm. And then you realize, or I realize at least, that I, I've had some thoughts and beliefs that I have printed in my head, you know, like as a kid, you think that when you do everything for someone, they will love you. And if they get angry mm. at you, they don't love you anymore. And, and then on a certain level, I even probably believed like whenever I step up from myself, I lose everything because this whole going to court, like it had a huge impact on my family. I mean, that's a really difficult situation to be in. What what was the shift for you? Like what made you say, okay, that's enough. Like I need to kick him out of my house. <laughs> well, actually um, when, so he was in my house actually the whole time. So he didn't have a job or he said he was looking for a job. But so he was actually basically living in my house. And so he asked me to go to the city center to buy a present for his friend because we were going to her birthday. Uh, so actually, when I came back, I don't know, he went outside to smoke a cigarette. And I don't know, I just like felt, I don't know, like, I don't know why I did that. I actually went through his backpack because I don't know why I just did it. And I actually found a paper that he went to the city hall in my yeah, my city. And he mm -hmm. actually wanted to put his official address at my place. Oh, and so I found this paper and I started shaking because there, if he would have done that, like without me knowing, like then, you know, they, they check, okay, is this person living here? I would be at work. They would have come to check. He would, they would say yes. He would like have access to my place and like I would not even be able to kick him out. And he, I mean, he would wow. basically be able to like, I don't know, the, the rules in, in Canada and Belgium are probably much different, but I mean, he had probably debts looking back, like he lied about so much stuff. Right. They would have been able to take my apartment, you know? Oh my god. And so I'm, I still don't know till today what, what triggered me or what I think sometimes, you know, you, you get a sign and you have to go for it. And Absolutely. So I saw that paper. I also saw the hour to which he went to do that. He did that when I was like buying a present for his friend in the city <gasps> center. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh. And then for me, that was really it. I'm like, okay, he's really trying to take what is mine. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and like, I have to get rid of him. And that's actually the point where he came back from smoking. I showed him this paper. I'm like, okay, this is done. You take all your stuff and you're going, you know, and, and he's like, oh, I'm going to break. And, and he's like, I'm going to break your TV and this and that. And, and I got scared, you know, I'm like, oh my God, mm -hmm. this will be such a, a, such a fight. And then I called my neighbor who was actually at the gym, but he's like, do you want me to come home? I'm like, yes, I want to kick him out. And he's like, okay. And so he came, he just sent out outside of my door and he was like, you know, if something happens, I'm here, I got your back. And that was really supportive. I think in that moment, you need someone to be there for you, you know, Absolutely. like my neighbor was saying very calm. So yeah, my ex, he was like shouting and, and this and, and, and like, oh, he was going to threaten me and set me on fire and whatever. And so he took all of his stuff. He left my house. But I think doing all of this, I think the fact that I went to this therapist and when I was talking about my relationship, she was like, okay, this is not good for you. Like you are worth mm. so much more. And actually you don't really believe it. You believe, or I believe that, that I was not worth more. And, and it has to do with your self-worth and, and mm -hmm. that you're only someone when you help someone. Also like doing a lot of, like analyze on myself, I was avoiding helping myself by being actually drawn to people that you need to help, but like toxic mm. help, you know, it's not like helping right. someone with an assignment. It's, it's someone like, I mean, 
the bottle, the empty bottles of wine that I found after he left everywhere in my apartment. I'm like, he lied. So, I mean, so yeah, I think looking back, I'm like, oh my God, like they were already red flags from the very first moment I met him, but I was like, oh, I'm going to save him. I'm going to help him. And Mm. this for me was something like, okay, there is something that has to do with the abuse in the sense that I've developed a lot of limited beliefs about myself that actually the choices that I make, they come from the fact that you think that you're not worthy, that you're not good enough. And and yeah, so I I, I really think that there is a link with, with what happened to me as a child and that I needed to be healed even after all those years. And you think you've done the work because you talked about what happened, but mm-hmm. it goes way deeper than that. Absolutely. And I think part of what you said was so powerful to me where you said he was trying to take something that was mine. And I like it made you shake yeah. because that's what happened to you as a child, essentially, like someone t- tried to take something that was yours. But obviously, we're doing the best that we can, especially as children, when things like that happen. But as an adult, you were seeing, OK, no, I have the skills. I can stand up for myself. And that was incredibly brave of you, especially you know, with all of his threats, you still stood your ground and said, no, this is my worth. You're trying to take something from me. I've had something taken from me before and I'm not going to stand for it anymore. So yes, absolutely. They're so related. And I I don't know if you like, if you felt that shift in that moment, but holy cow, like for you as an adult, but also for you as a child, right? Like that's an incredible moment. And I I feel like maybe I had to go to the point where it was so bad and then something happened like okay now it is it is on paper you know he is a bad Mm -hmm. person he wanted Mm -hmm. yeah he wanted to do me wrong for something it also made me realize in a certain way that somebody who is bad to others is actually bad to himself so it was Mm -hmm. like okay he must have a lot of i don't know trauma something that he is going through which makes Mm -hmm. him the person he is and i was like okay so I need to work on me, you know, like I've been avoiding working on me because I'm spending all my time trying to fix someone and, and it's not my job. Right. And, and so, yeah, it was for sure. This relationship made me realize, yeah, like looking back, like all I can do is like laugh, like, oh my God, like what did I do? You know, like, like Mm -hmm. I would never, like if a friend, a sister, a neighbor would tell me, even not half of this relationship, I was like, oh my God, but like, what are you doing? Like, you are worth so much more. But right. the thing is, you don't tell yourself that sometimes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I think especially as women, we yeah. were like always told to give. Like earlier you said you were taught, like if you give love, they love you back. And if you don't, then you need to like give more. Yeah. Like it's just sort of, it's not natural. Like it comes naturally to us, but it's not the natural way of being. And I think receiving our own nurturing is something that we definitely have to practice to do. Yeah, 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 for sure. And at the same time, I was not feeling that great at work. And and again, I, that must come as well from from when I was a, a child. Not, not that I want to put everything on that, but I think I haven't learned some stuff that you're meant to learn as a kid. Mm-hmm. And I think it has to do also with boundaries. Like how far do you go? How far do you go in how people treat you? Right. And so um, actually last year, so actually in, in, in 2019, 
I was like, okay, I, I, I want, I, I need to leave that job, you know, for my, for, for how I feel, because I don't feel a place. I don't feel like they have my best interest at heart. So I want to take a break from that job. Also, like, you know, I just woke up after my, my birthday weekend, I woke up and I was like telling myself, okay, this is the time. Like you have to do this now, like take a break, you know, you, you can do it. You have, you have like no relationship, you have no kids, like you can just take a break. And so, yeah, I went to work on Monday and I told my boss like, okay, I'm taking a five month break. Wow. And then, yeah, I left in February. So 2020 to Asia. I wanted to do something for me. And I think that's also the thing, like I had to learn to know what I like, that in other relationships, like, you know, somebody's favorite dish, you know, and actually you're always going for somebody else's needs. And I mm. think this is also something that I haven't learned. Like, what are my needs that you right. don't know how to express them? Those things go back to how you were treated or, or the traumas that you had as a child. Like you yeah, you haven't learned to, to really tell people what you need. And, and so then I had to do like, okay, um, I'm, I'm, I, I love elephants like a lot. And I'm like, okay, let's, okay, I'm, I will go volunteering in, in an elephant resort in Laos. So I did this. Oh, I'm like, wow. okay, what else do I want to do that I like? I had to like really like analyze myself, stand close to myself. Like, what do I want? Not about someone else. Like, what do I want? Yeah. And mm -hmm. so, then I was like, okay, I would like to do a whole month of yoga, you know, like just wow. focusing on that. And so I decided to do this in Cambodia. And then after I wanted to actually travel to Vietnam, backpacking there, I had this plan. Then of course, COVID happened. So mm -hmm. uh, in the end, I actually lived almost one year in Cambodia. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and so I ended up doing this one month of yoga, which was great. I was like, I want to do this for me, with me. And I also want to leave my comfort zone. Like mm. I want to live with less stuff. I want to, yeah, be in another environment, you know, like I travel a lot already before, but like never that long, like leaving by myself. And so I ended up Stuck is like a negative word. I want to say safe and sound in Cambodia. I learned a lot about myself because, yeah, I'm living by myself there. I lived with other people, other nationalities, which was not always easy. Everybody actually got stuck, so we couldn't go home. So they have like, you have emotions around that. But I really feel that I could be so much myself there because you cannot like run away. You're with pe those people like 24-7. Also, it was like so good. Like I could be who I was. Like you, you live from, from the clothes that are in your backpack, but it doesn't matter. You know, appearances like they go away. Like it was like such a different way of living. And you go back to the basic, like, what are you interested in? I, I, I learned to appreciate me and really being me and like putting myself out there. And, and like, I met like so many inspiring people. So I think it wasn't planned, but I think that a lot of the healing process or a lot of what I needed, being soft to yourself and listening to yourself, this also has to do actually with yoga, actually all happens there. Wow. That's a lot of healing in one year. <laughs> and and you realize it when you're there, but I realized it even more when I came back. So mm. how much you have changed and how much you, you are not the same person. Also, my relationship with my sisters is completely, is better. Like even like I, I shifted, like I let stuff go there. I think the fact that I was traveling, I actually discovered myself and 
the plan was not really to run away from it. It was very liberating and that you can just be who you are. Maybe I was like more of a chameleon in my relationship. Like, okay, so this person is like this, so I have to be a certain way. So they stay with me. So they will not hurt me. So they will not get angry. But so every time right. you lose yourself. And I think over the past mm. years, I've lost a little piece of me in so many relationships. And now I could like get back to me. Like, what do I want? So yeah, it was also very confronting. And, and I maybe I didn't even know that I needed all of this. That's so beautiful. To be in a place with so much culture. Like you obviously went there to experience things, but... The fact that you were so intentional to look inwards, I think is so special. Like so many people travel, like you said, so quickly for the novelty of it. They just go and they see things and then they come back and nothing really shifts. And I think that key part is the intentionality that you went there to discover not just the things around you, but also discover mm -hmm. yourself. That's so incredible to me. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, this, this changed me already there. And I, I really think I got also more spiritual, but like more in, in touch with myself. And I also realized mm -hmm. that I'm like, I, I was saying all the time, okay, when I go back, I want to live with less, like less stuff because you realize that you don't need that mm -hmm. much stuff, but also like with less people in a sense that I, I don't want to have that many people having access to me anymore. Like I want to be able mm. to also take time for me okay there is like this this idea about women who who have been through child abuse that they end up being afraid of men or they end up being depressed suicidal like they, they have all those ideas but it doesn't come close to what it actually is like we are not all afraid of men we are not all suicidal like sometimes we we just yeah you develop this helper syndrome like you you're not a, you were not able to help yourself and then you just want to help others you know for some reason so so yeah there's so much strength in that like to go through it at all requires so much strength but to i know you see like the helper syndrome is obviously something that was deterring you but you have so much strength in you to have tried to be that person for other people i just think that now I would, first of all, I think it's important also to like, like heal yourself and like, like pour from an, an, a full cup instead of from an empty cup, like they say. Absolutely. And there is a difference of, of like helping someone by inspiring them, the as of helping someone and giving them a hand so they can drag you down, you know? Mm. Be, yeah. Such so, so I think probably because the way I was, like how my energy vibration was or whatever, I was attracting a lot of those people in my life. And and they probably needed to learn me a lesson. And I, I do believe that some situations happen sometimes over and over again until you learn and, and then you you move on. Absolutely. But, and, and yeah, that, that's also like I had a lot of cancelled flights and I have a feeling that every time my flight got cancelled, I, I had the opportunity to do something new like in Cambodia like it, it got cancelled mm -hmm. okay I will do this uh, teacher training uh, program in Cambodia okay we can do this okay then it got cancelled again okay we have an opportunity to teach here it gets cancelled again then you develop a new project and it was like every time the universe was like okay you're not going home yet it's not it's not it's not just not what it's <laughs> okay that's how I looked at it you know um, Absolutely. like okay there's still something unfinished there I've heard something really 
powerful in the last year. It's the universe never says no. It either says mm -hmm. yes, not yeah. right now, or I have something yeah. better for you. So it's so yeah. incredible that you can face all of that and say, okay, no, there's yeah. a reason. Let me find out what the reason is instead of, you know, sitting and suffering, which a lot of people oh, do. Oh, yeah, I, I think so. I think for a lot of people, like being stuck abroad could have been a very bad experience. It's definitely something that I've been thinking about. Like travel, obviously, was what was so important for you to discover this stuff. And that's not something that's accessible to everyone right now. So if there's a piece of advice that you could give to someone to experience the same shifts as you in the world that we live in today where travel isn't necessarily an option what would you recommend like sit down with yourself and like really it can be something very small like okay listen to yourself like what do you feel like eating right now what do you feel like doing right mm. now I think the, the more you do that, the more you, you, you really think about who you are. And, and I think the more you think who you are, the more that you nourish yourself. Like, okay, what are your passions? What is holding you back from not doing that course? What is holding you back from not dreaming of, of doing something? You know, like, are you afraid? What are you afraid of? And also like tackling like those limited beliefs. Like the world can wait. So I, I still believe that somebody who is bad to others is also bad to themselves. So I think yes. I also owe it to myself and to if I would have kids or grandkids or whatever, like you need to heal. Yeah, just not to end up, you know, that you're repeating patterns and stuff like that, you know. So I think it's really important that you're not only healing yourself. But now I see that me healing myself actually helps my sisters, um, mm -hmm. also my mom. And, and so you see it like a whole cycle that it's, it's not only you. And also for me, I was like, okay, if we, if I don't talk about it with my younger siblings, they will be fine. They, they will not know. We mm. will not like, uh, scare them for life. But the truth is because we didn't talk about it. They knew something was up and it becomes the, 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 this thing that you never talk about. I mean, my sister told me later that that's why she does the, the job that she does. She went to, she actually works at the police and she actually helps victims. And she told me wow. later that she did that because she realized how much I did not get the help that I deserved and that she does not want, she, she's like, yeah, this, this, this job did not exist. I'm so grateful that she does that for other people. So the thing you think by by not talking about it that it doesn't affect other people or you think you protect them mm -hmm. but the truth is it affects them and you don't know because you don't talk about it it's so interesting to see that when we hold on to pain even though we we almost take ownership of it and we're like okay we have mm -hmm. to hold on to it mm -hmm. we don't realize that we're hurting other people even without realizing i've been like that too when i'm in pain i don't even like I don't even hear what I'm saying sometimes. And then looking back, I'm like, oh my God, how could mm -hmm. I have said that to someone? How could I have hurt someone yeah. in that way? But at the same time, when you heal, you think it's, you're obviously taking ownership of your own healing, but it heals so many other people. And I think you're such a beautiful example of that. Like not only your sister then going to, like going into policing and the impact that she's making on, you know, however many people mm -hmm. is incredible. And now what you're doing with yoga, the thing that you said about the world will wait is so mm -hmm. important. Like there's no rush. Just take some time, fill your own cup. And it's so exponential. Like you can hang on to one person who's trying to pull you down and try and help them. Or you can take that energy, put it into yourself and help so many more people. I also think that 
you should do it on your own uh, agenda, your own pace. You know, if you're not ready for it, mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you're not doing toxic things to yourself, but if you're not ready to face certain stuff, I mean, it will come at the right moment when you are ready for it, you know? And, and so you should not rush it, you know? Like, like it's, it's, at the first I was like, oh my God, like, it's been like, I don't know, 15 years, it's been 20 years and I'm still in this. But yeah, that is how it is, you know? And, and, and that's fine. But I had to learn this, you know? I love that. And I mean, congratulations on all of your progress. Yeah. Like that, that's a huge yeah. year. I mean, beyond the year, but like that year alone, holy cow. There's someone out there who's going to hear your message and it'll just, it'll click for them. So if you hadn't done that work on yourself, you wouldn't have been able to help all of these people. And I think that's just so incredibly beautiful. Um, So if anyone wants to find you, I know you do yoga classes on Instagram and you have a lot of really great stuff there. Where can people find you if they want to connect with you, Natalie? Well, they can find me on um, on my Instagram page, so they can always DM me. So it's having fun with crystals in one word, and then underscore Natalie. Amazing. And then I'll just link that below as well. Yes. Okay. Great. So they can always. I mean, of course, I'm. I'm not. I also wanted to point out that I am not a therapist or anything. But like, if people want to share something, I think everybody has their own journey. It doesn't matter if it's something that happened last year 20 years ago 25 years ago yeah well, thank you so much natalie for joining thank me you. I, it was so nice to like hear your perspective you're so introspective and just i love how insightful you are and i'm so grateful so grateful for you yeah and i'm so happy that you that i saw your post and and yeah, yeah i felt really inspired to to talk with you and to share something so yeah thank you it was really nice talking to I you love that. all right well it's probably evening in Belgium, so... Yeah, yeah it is. It is. <laughs> so I will let you go. Enjoy the rest of your evening. And thank you, thank you, thank you so much again. You're welcome. Okay, bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining me today and for showing up for yourself. I want to know what resonated with you. Let me know what shifted and let me know what made you giggle by leaving me a review on iTunes. You can also follow me on Instagram at shifts and giggles with Mar so we can follow along on each other's journeys. I am sending each and every one of you so much love. I hope you feel it, take that energy, and shift it into something beautiful for yourself. I will see you on the next episode.